So I'm overwhelmed to be here to show you the film. I made it from Monster Kids, and my hero was Fen Gulli, so uh, this was kind of my tribute to him. Uh, the only thing I'll say uh, in, in closing is if you like the movie, it, it really is do-it-yourself indie film, so please spread the word. It would, it would mean a lot to me. If you don't like the film, don't do that. Don't say that. <laughs> That'd be great. And uh, thanks very much for having me, and I hope you like it. And feel free to talk to me afterwards. was Kurt Larson thanking the audience just before the screening of his film Son of Ghost Man at Monster Bash and we're going to be talking to Kurt about his film in this episode of Monster Kid Radio. This is episode 111 and I'm your host writer-producer Derek M. Cook and I want to welcome you to the show. We are still thinking about remembering, reminiscing, and wishing we were still at Monster Bash here at Monster Kid Radio. This episode, we've got an interview with Kurt Larson. He showed his film, and I have to admit, it was the first time I had seen the movie. Now, back during our holiday gift guide last December, Larry Underwood, a.k.a. Dr. Gang Green, included this movie on Monster Kid Radio's official gift guide because he loved it so much. He had interviewed Kurt Larson for an article in Scary Monsters magazine. He's a big fan of the film, a big proponent of the film, and after having seen the film, I can see why. I also really enjoyed it. Kurt put together a hell of a movie that I was quick to order as soon as I got home from the bash. It's available on Amazon. In fact, if you head over to monsterkidradio.net and click on the Amazon store button, it's going to take you to what we're calling the Monster Kid Radio Laboratory. I spent some time just today updating this page. I've added a number of movies and books and some music. If you buy these movies through this link, it's all through Amazon, so it's just like buying something from Amazon. But if you buy the movie through that link, we get like a penny or two and it helps us keep the lights on here at Monster Kid Radio. In addition to Son of Ghost Man, you're going to find all of Christopher R. Mims' movies that he has available on Amazon. Plus, if you click on the music link, you're going to find a bunch of music from the band Midnight Syndicate. Midnight Syndicate's Edward Douglas was at Monster Bash, and I'm going to interview him as well. Edward's been a supporter of what I do as a podcaster for years. He appeared on my old podcast, and he's been sending me material to review over the years. The latest album from Midnight Syndicate, Monsters of Legend, also appeared on the 2013 Holiday Gift Guide here at Monster Kid Radio. And he gave us permission to play some of his music on this episode. So stay tuned. Keep your ears peeled. Ears peeled? Whatever. Keep them peeled. You're going to hear some Midnight Syndicate in this episode of Monster Kid Radio. We're going to do that in the second half of the show. First, we're going to talk to Kurt Larson about Son of Ghost Man. And we're going to get to that right after this. My name is Denny McNamara. I'm unemployed. Got a big day of job searching tomorrow. I was recently dumped. And I'm not very good with women. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I broke the case. Is the phone okay? In fact, to most people, I'm a loser. Just like my hero. An old horror host named Ghostman. Good evening, liches and gentle ghouls. But even guys like me deserve to dream. People need someone to laugh at. They need someone who plays a character yet is completely transparent. Everybody's got to make a living. A dream even a guy like me can achieve. For I am the son of Ghost Man! Are we going to do that every time? Like, every time I say Ghost Man? 
Someone you love and hold on to that. Try and make that work. Well, I don't know that putting monster makeup on is making that work. You sure about that? You need me because I am the son of Ghost Man, and I'm here to save you. I'm here to save you. Monster Kid Radio listeners, I just got down watching Rondo Award-winning Son of Ghost Man, and I'm right here with the director, Kurt Larson. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How's the show treating you? The show's been great. Uh, horror community is incredibly warm and welcoming. Far ev- exceeded my expectations. It's got to be easier when you've got an awesome movie to share with them, though, right? Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'd like to think so, but I guess it's all personal opinion, right? So, <laughs> All right, so Son of Ghost Man, feature length. Uh, what, what can you tell our listeners about it? So it's really about uh, two rival horror hosts from a local town uh, vying for a national contract. And at the same time, one of the horror hosts uh, falls in love with a new girl. And so it is a romantic comedy. I guess that's the best way to sum it up. And we've got to find out if, uh, who's going to win and if he'll get the girl. You know, your standard story, you know? I want to live in a world in which there are two rival horror hosts on my television and internet. And it's a totally normal thing for young adults to be watching it and talking about it and going out and celebrating it. Uh, my, me as well, Derek, and uh, with a little luck, something like that might just be happening. We'll see. So, so Son of Ghostman is one of the hosts, and you yourself play the other. Can you tell us the name of your character? So my character is uh, Counter Cool, who's more of like a, a <laughs> 90s type of host. He believes in everything needs to be sexy, mm-hmm. a vampire, mm-hmm. pretty much a douchebag, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you haven't seen the movie. He's our villain. He's, he's very much a cliche 80s villain. I kind of patterned him after a uh, little Billy Mitchell from King of Kong. <laughs> Do you see that now? Because yes. he's selling a product. And, yes. Uh, just, you know, like you love him. Uh-huh. You can see why people like Counter Cool, but you know what I mean? He's just like, oh, they like this guy. Uh-huh. So that's kind of the character that I play. Now, I was there for the Q&A afterwards, and you mentioned who your horror host was growing up. Can you tell our listeners who that was? So my horror host growing up, uh, he was originally, of course, called Son of Sven Gulli, but now it's very clear he's just Sven Gulli mm-hmm. uh, on me, me TV, and that was my guy in the Chicagoland suburbs. I, was, I think he was on WFLD 32, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was a little kid, uh, Dracula was like the first uh, monster movie I saw, mm-hmm. and I loved the movie, but I also loved this crazy guy in a top hat running around. I, I don't know what he was saying. I didn't get the jokes, but now I do, and it's even better. So that was my guy. And lucky enough, you know, 
had some correspondence with him since the film and he's been nothing but warm and really uh, encouraging and I mean it's it's weird living in Los Angeles you, you run into celebrities all the time mm-hmm. but there was something about my horror host writing me where I was just like giddy about it like look at this honey yeah. and, you know so that, that's my guy did the cast and the crew have horror hosts did they know what the horror host thing was all about most of them did not but my lead Denny he was from New Orleans so his guy was Morgus okay. so he knew about him and, and loved him and loved the concept and that's why he was willing to get on board with a you know two man crew indie film that mm-hmm. you know was, was very low budget guerrilla style because he just he was like he loved Morgus and loved the idea that no one had ever made a movie uh, that he knew of that I knew of out of horror so I'm sure it's been done but nothing I know of sure so Denny's the lead he's played by uh, Devin Ordon who's a great great actor I think the movie kind of rests on his shoulders it's his story uh, and the relationships that he has with his friends and the new girl and the new girl's nephew Zach where did you find the cast? So half the cast were friends that I've known about for years, like Carlo, who's played by a really great, talented actor named Marlon Correa, is a really close friend of mine who I didn't feel ever got an opportunity to play something comedic like that, so I wanted to showcase him. The rest of the cast, you know, Devin, Angela Golner, who's also the lead, Daniel McCann, who plays Ghostman, I found them through auditions, standard auditions in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. So different characters had, you know, three auditions, four auditions. Um, Denny had four. He was the last one we cast, uh, yeah. or not? The, he was the first one we cast in a major role, but he he was had to go through the most auditions. Oh, so, okay. and then we finally told him about the horror host thing, and it just all clicked. Nobody flinched at the horror host thing. Nobody flinched at the horror host That's thing. That's so good to know. It is. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Angela Golner, who plays the female lead, I sent her the script and I said, "Look, this might be a little weird. You <laughs> got to trust me. It's it's a John Hughes film. That's the tone I'm going for." Yeah, okay. And she she wrote me back. She didn't know a horror host was, but this was her words. Now, mind you, I don't know her. Uh-huh. Just auditions. She says, uh, you know, it's really strange. I think I'm going to do it. She just loved that it was so strange. Like, she's just like, it's strange. I think uh-huh. I'd do it. And I'm like, but now they've all looked into the history of horror host and, like, they get it now and pass it along. And so it's been really rewarding, you know, that aspect of it. You're spreading the horror host gospel to your cast and crew and through the film. I, I'm genuinely trying to. I think what they do is so strange and beautiful in such a great way, and it's important. And if I can help be a part of any form of resurgence in any way even the smallest part I'm, I'm, I feel almost indebted you know so I'm, I'm glad people are checking out the film and you know in Los Angeles you know there's the, the horror film world then there's the indie film world right. so it's been great to see the indie film people get behind horror hosts and you know you would have you know celebrities or whatnot who've seen parts of the film or whatnot and be like I had a horror host and blah 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 so we're doing our part you know hopefully there's Son of Ghost Man isn't dead yet is all I can really say right now really really but uh, we'll see it's, it's, it's going to take some, some, some luck maybe we'll say so if something happens with Son of Ghost Man I'm assuming there's a website listeners can go to to check it out and, and be up to date on any news yeah if they go to uh, sonofghostman.com just how it sounds uh, we post everything there press interviews all kinds of things and the trailer's right on the website and people can get the movie at Amazon, Amazon Instant Video, Vimeo, for, for you computer people out there, uh, it's two ninety nine on Vimeo. But like I said, c- fingers crossed this isn't the end of the line for the wow. Son of Ghostman thing. That's fantastic. I'm excited to hear that because I, I want to have more Ghostman in my life, man. <laughs> well, that's the one thing. You know, we've been so fortunate, Derek, as an independent 
you know, film really independent. Let's be clear, Dark. True independent. Uh-huh. Not like uh-huh. independent, but we have stars and a huge budget. Yeah, independent, but, you know, distributed by Disney. No, none of that. Exactly. There, people, there's a big difference is what um, we've been fortunate enough to get, you know, 25 reviews. They're all glowing. And it, that comes up over and over in reviews is I wish this was a show or I wish Son of Ghost Man was real. And so, you know, that certainly helps our campaign, so to speak. 25 reviews. Uh, at least 25. Making 26, man. Okay. I really enjoyed the movie. I really did. Oh, thank you so much. It was great uh, being here and talking to you, and I appreciate you coming out. Now, I want to have you back on the show down the line, but you have a podcast yourself. I do have a podcast. We don't, we don't talk about horror too much, but sometimes it's called uh, Stay Cool Geek, and uh, it kind of deals with everything we deal with in the movie, which is to be in your 30s and like these kid-like things that maybe not everyone understands or grasps. And it causes confusion. Like, should I be liking this stuff? Should I not be? And so we deal with it in a very funny way. We also go over news and reviews, but a lot of comic books, Star Wars, things like that. But I kind of try and give you behind the curtain as to what it's like to pursue acting, filmmaking in Hollywood and like these things, you know? Stay cool, Geek. Is it easy to find iTunes, that sort of thing? It is. Stay cool, Geek, and it's staycoolgeek.com as well. It's right on iTunes. I love it for people to listen. It'd be great. I'll make sure there's a link to that and Son of Ghost Man in the show notes over at monsterkidradio.net. And I do want to have you back on the show down the line. Maybe Skype it up, talk about some horror host stuff. I would love to talk about horror hosts, anything, you know, universal monsters, you oh. name it. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, thank, man. Thank you so much, buddy. Again, go to sonofghostman.com to keep up to date with everything that he's got going on regarding the movie. And if there's something else happening with Ghost Man or the Son of Ghost Man character, I'm all I loved this movie. It was charming. Like I said in the interview, I want to desperately live in a world in which there are two horror hosts battling for domination on television and the internet, and it's not weird. It's actually mainstream. It's not underground. It's something that everybody talks about. I want that. And to get that, I'm going to be watching Son of Ghost Man again here soon. Like I said, I picked it up as soon as I got home. As of this recording, it sells from Amazon for 11 99 12 bucks feature length film made by a monster kid made for monster kids highly recommended and larry you were right This piece of music is called Unwanted Visitor. It's from the album Monsters of Legend by Midnight Syndicate. We'll let you listen to that a little bit longer, and then we're going to get to our interview with Edward Douglas from the floor at Monster Bash. This man's music has been in heavy rotation on my iPod for years. I was fortunate enough to meet him a couple of years ago at a horror hound back when I was doing a zombie podcast. Now that I'm doing Monster Kid Radio, we still travel in the same circles. How you doing, sir? Great, great, great. You are the man, one of the men behind Midnight Syndicate. For listeners who don't know what Midnight Syndicate is, what is it? We call it Soundtracks for Imaginary 
films, soundtracks for the imagination. It's dark orchestral instrumental music like you'd hear in a movie soundtrack mixed with sound effects that kind of pull you into the world we're trying to create, whether it's a, a haunted insane asylum or a Victorian mansion or uh, like our new CD, the, the world of the Universal and uh, Hammer Monsters. It's the Monsters of Legend CD, which was on our holiday gift guide in December of 2013. It's my favorite album so far. Yeah, thank you. You know, we always appreciate hearing that because uh, as an artist, I think every time you want your newest stuff to be some of your best. And I feel like we really expanded our sound on this new CD. Mm-hmm. Um, we, the, the, the scope of our orchestral sound is just a bigger sound, more fuller sound. And I think the sound effects that we, we picked for this particular disc uh, hopefully really hark and really when you hear this disc hopefully it really puts you back in your character in one of those great you know universal classic films and you're kind of exploring that world that's what we're trying to go for hopefully we accomplish that yeah it's a nice blend of like the classic universal stuff with like maybe the 50s hammer stuff you know this really interesting hybrid but it's its own thing it's not a copy but you can definitely hear the influences and go on your own trip like you said it's a soundtrack for an imaginary film and it's the kind of stuff that i listen to when i'm not watching these movies uh how long does it take for you to put an album together you know a very about a year uh really is we start putting together the concept early on and then we start um you know coming up with different um themes or different songs different uh places that we would like to explore in this world um like um for for monsters of legend you know we wanted to have a bunch of uh, songs that centered around that village that you always go to before you go you know and so did a whole you know getting to the village and and songs uh you know exploring this creepy village where the villagers always want you to go away and uh you know a creepy old church and then a carriage picks you up and takes you off to the the castle and uh, and so songs that kind of harken back to the things that went on in those classic castles like building the monster you know um we come up with these ideas for these uh, scenes that we wanted to paint, and then we just kind of, you know, write music around those. Or sometimes we'll be writing a song, and it will just automatically conjure an image. You know, um, I was on this last last disc. I heard this creaking boat, and it reminded me of just uh, that that ship that's waiting in the harbor when Dracula comes in. You know, Dracula's ship when he's sitting the ship's just sitting in the harbor, and that just creaking sound of the ship there kind of ballooned out into an entire song which we have on the new disc which i really it's called unexpected cargo and it's one of my favorite ones on there it's just (laughs) it's just you know it's just kind of you know uh that's how the creative process goes you know sometimes it's inspired by a sound a scene in a movie or a character or you know just kind of work from there and yeah about a year Uh, that's the original question how long about a year you know because we you know after it's all written then it's about you know working that the sound and developing the sound and and mixing and and quite a lot of time is spent on that part so you're a longtime fan of these films i mean i think it's obvious you're at monster batch you wouldn't be here otherwise but in the music as well you can hear the influences what are some of your favorite universal films i think probably bride of frankenstein is definitely up there on the list. And, you know, the great thing is when we're preparing for this disc, as we do for anything, we immerse ourselves in the world that we're trying to create. So it was picking up every single Universal movie that I could get my hands on, every single Hammer film, uh, even the Amicus films, just getting every single one of those that I could and watching them. Maybe it was the second or third time, maybe it was the first time. And 
and, and that just uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I have so much of that, and then and Hammer films are a big influence for us. I think musically, the Hammer films and the work of James Bernard and stuff probably are more prevalent in Midnight Syndicate's music. Uh, it's just a huge influence for us. So I think you'll hear that in the disc. You definitely do. Uh, the thing about Bernard, though, is he's very curtain-like. It, all his music hangs over every scene, whereas some of your music and. and it doesn't hang on top of everything. Sometimes it runs underneath. So you get some more of that subtle universal influence. So it's really a nice mix. But you mentioned Amicus as well. I mean, you hear all these influences on all these. You said Bride of Frankenstein is probably your favorite. Do you remember the first time you saw the film? I do. I do. And I just remember, you know, I mean, just being wowed and loving the story and and kind of being drawn in by a little bit of that, that, that camp, that humor, you know, in there and stuff like that just made it accessible to me as a, as a young, as a youngster. And, uh, I think it always has a, a soft spot, in my heart for it after that. And, uh, I still just think it's some of the best, some of the scenes and some of the, just the most memorable. And that's why I, if I had to pick one, that, that, that's the one I pick, you know, I think. What is next for Midnight Syndicate? There's a live show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we've been doing this for about 16 years, and we've never really performed live because it's a very difficult thing for us to do, um, being, you know, this orchestral sound. It's hard to replicate that in a live setting. Uh, we just can't go in and plug in at a bar and, and start playing, uh, so, which would be great. I would go to that bar every night. You know what? And I would love to do it, you know, even playing at these conventions and stuff like that. would be so much fun. But, um, no, you know, so it's been a long time coming, but we are, we have finally developed our first live show. And it's a real big multimedia experience with a lot of film. Uh, films are a huge part of the show. And theatrics, of course, and smoke and lights and everything. And then the music, of course, uh, anchoring everything. And we're going to be performing this show at Cedar Point's Hollow Weekends, which Cedar Point's a big amusement park uh, a little bit west of Cleveland, Ohio. And Sandusky, Ohio is a city it's located in. Eight weekends out of the year, they do Hollow Weekends, where they turn the park into like uh, they open up like five haunted houses on the premise and, and and just do some Halloween stuff in addition to all the uh, rides they have there. Um, starts September 12th and it goes through November 1st. We play three to four times every day, all those weekends. So wow. a lot, lots of chances to come out and see the see us play and and meet and meet us. We're going to be hanging out afterwards, you know, and, uh, and, and meeting the folks that come on out. So it's, we're looking, we're looking forward to that. Cause that's another thing we haven't been able to do, um, really go out and, and meet the fans and perform and then, you know, get some FaceTime with them with the exception of these conventions and stuff like that. So, uh, we're looking forward to it a lot. It's going to be really cool. I'm assuming people can find out about these over at your website at midnightsyndicate.com. Absolutely. Yeah. Midnightsyndicate.com. And, uh, of course, the Cedar Point Hollow Weekends, any search for that. We'll give you those dates and the ticket information, everything like that. Uh, it's a well-run event. We're really excited to be working with them. If you can get out there, get out there. Tell them Monster Kid Radio sent you. But if you can't, go to MidnightSyndicate.com because that's where you can buy the albums, right? Absolutely. And we have plenty of songs that you can uh, you can uh, preview and get a, a feel for, uh, you know, you know what you like. Uh, we have a lot of different albums that we've released over the years with these different scenarios. You know, um, each one takes you to a different world. So there's plenty of samples over there. Take a listen and see you know, what, what songs, what music speaks to you and, and, and give us a listen. Speaking of samples, in the past you've given me the okay to maybe play a song or two on the podcast. Can I play the song you were talking about to let our listeners know what it's like? Oh, absolutely. That'd be fantastic. Yes. Sounds good. Thanks a lot and have a good rest of your show. Hey, thanks again, man. I could listen to Midnight Syndicate all day long. I've got all of their albums on my iPod. And yeah, sometimes I do just select every piece of music by them, hit shuffle, and let it go. I love this music. I've been a fan of this music for years. 
You hear it in haunted houses. You see it for sale in Hot Topic. You see it on the internet. You see it in movies, or I guess you can hear it in movies. We didn't talk about this in the interview, but they've done some film soundtracks over the years, including The Rage, the movie Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. And then they also did the score for the film Dead Matter, which was actually directed by Edward Douglas. So not only are they making soundtracks for the imagination, they're actually making soundtracks for film. I think the music lends itself very well to monster movies. And Monsters of Legend is my favorite release so far. If I lived in the area and could get to one of those live shows, you know I'd be there. Listeners, if you're in the area and hear that show, why don't you call it and let me know how it goes. We'll talk about our voicemail number here in a second. But first, I want to play a little bit more of their music. Why don't we play the song Edward was talking about? That's Unexpected Cargo, and I'll talk to you here in a second. over to monsterkidradio.net click on the bands and songs link you're going to find links to every piece of music that you've heard here on previous episodes of monster kid radio i just added midnight syndicate to that listing also if you click on amazon store you can find links to buy any movie or piece of music that we talk about here on the show so you can get son of ghost man that way and the midnight syndicate collection there as well as well as books by gregory william mank who is going to appear on the show here in the very near future I had an opportunity to sit down with him for a little interview as well at the Monster Bash. You know what? In fact, we'll have him on the show in the next episode on episode 112 here in a couple of days. Between episodes, head over to monsterkidradio.net to find everything you need to know about Monster Kid Radio between episodes. There's links to our Facebook group. We have links to our Live 365 channel, which is a place where you can listen to music and sounds from all of these classic movies from the 30s to the 60s, as well as a few movies that kind of remind us of that era. So there's some matinee, some Ed Wood, some Monster Squad in there. Live 365 is free. There is some advertising, but if you pay for a VIP membership, 
you can get rid of the commercials. I do ask if you do that, though, do that while you're listening to the Monster Kid Radio channel, because again, I get like a penny or two out of that. You can find links to our YouTube channel, our Flickr album, everything that we've got going on. And we've got a Facebook page that you can like on Facebook as well. Also on our website is our contact information. You can email me at monsterkidradio at gmail.com or drop me a line via voicemail at 503 503- 4795MKR. That's 503-479-5657. I've been getting some feedback through some other non-traditional channels as well. Message boards, Facebook messages, things like that. We'll go over that in a future episode of Monster Kid Radio as well. Well, like I said, in the next episode, Gregory William Mank will be on the show. We're going to talk to him about Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi and their collaborations. And then I'm not sure what else. I have a number of recordings from Monster Bash that I want to play. You know what? Let's just make a decision. Frank J. Delostrito, we'll have him on the show as well. So that makes the next episode kind of a scholarly episode because Mank and Strito are both scholars. They're film historians and they know their stuff. They were both very generous with their time and were willing to sit down with this guy in the Hawaiian shirt with a portable recorder and talk about what they do. We're going to be sharing that with you guys and gals next time on Monster Kid Radio. We're going to go out on another song from Midnight Syndicate. This time it'll be the song It Lives, again, from the album Monsters of Legend. We'll be getting to that here in a second. First, I want to remind everybody that Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio, LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio, LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. Of course, it is not applied to the trailer from Son of Ghost Man. Big thanks to Kurt for giving us the okay to play that on the show or any of the music from Midnight Syndicate. Talk to everybody in a couple of days. (laughs) 